Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. So far, the quinceañera was a blast. Everything was done to perfection, but the guests agreed. The band was the best part. They'd gone on break, but were due back any minute. Except the singer was missing. Her bandmates, big sister Suzette and big brother AB, raced around the party hall looking for her. Selena, they called. Selena! Suzette found nine year old Selena Quintanilla curled up asleep behind the speakers. Shaking her awake, Suzette cried, We're on! Selena rubbed her eyes. Being a kid and the lead singer of her family's band was tough. It was past her bedtime, but the show had to go on. So Selena got up, straightened her white knee socks, and marched herself back out to the microphone. The crowd grew quieter as Suzette started in on the drums. Then A.B. strummed the bass. And last but not least, Selena opened her mouth and filled the room with her dazzling soprano voice. The party came alive again with dancing and singing. Selena was only nine years old that night, but she was already well on her way to becoming La Reina de la Musica Tejana, the queen of Tejano music. I'm Lena Garcia, and this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls a fairy tale podcast about the rebel women who inspire us. On this episode, Selena Quintanilla Perez, a magnetic Mexican-American pop star who won over audiences with her joyful voice, iconic style, and vibrant spirit. It all started when she was six. Home in South Texas, Selena heard faint music drifting down the hall. She followed her ears and through a crack in the door, spied her father teaching her brother to play the bass guitar. Selena frowned, jealous that she wasn't getting these music lessons. When she couldn't stand it anymore, she threw open the door and started singing for her father right on cue. Her father's jaw dropped. Selena! You have perfect pitch, he gasped. And from then on, music became a family affair. When Selena was eight, she and her siblings began to perform at clubs, parties, and the dining room of her father's restaurant. They called themselves Selena y los Dinos. All eyes were on Selena as she stood front and center performance after performance, with her brother and sister behind her, 
she had all the confidence she needed. When her dad's restaurant closed, the family depended on the money the band earned, even if it was only five or $10 at a time. Everyone pitched in. Their dad managed all their shows, their mom made stage lights out of empty peach cans, and the kids were busy performing. It was challenging though. They traveled between gigs in a beat up bus they called Big Bertha. When the kids wanted to quit, their dad swore that if they stuck with it, they'd play at the Houston Astrodome one day. So they persevered, night after night. At school, Selena fought to stay awake, but her eyelids just got so, so heavy. Her teachers worried that being out late wasn't good for her. Selena kept up her grades, but eventually her dad pulled her out of school. She was relieved to focus on the band, but missed being with other kids. When Selena y Los Dinos played a high school dance, she longed to join the teenagers laughing with their friends. As she sang, she peered over her shoulder at Suzette, who gazed at the dance floor wistfully too. He's cute, her sister whispered about a boy in the front row. Selena was so glad they had each other. Suzette understood what it was like to be at a school dance, but not really there at the same time. Selena's life was filled with that in-betweenness. When Selena y Los Dinos had the chance to make a record, her father was adamant that it be Tejano, or Tex-Mex music, reflecting their cultural heritage. 13-year-old Selena wasn't sure. Tejano was a cool mix of Mexican singing styles and European polka rhythms. But although the Quintanillas were Mexican-American, they spoke English at home. How could she sing Spanish lyrics? Her father said he'd teach her phonetically. She just had to repeat after him, even if she didn't know what she was saying. She also felt skeptical because Tejano was a male-dominated musical genre. Club managers expressed doubts. Could a girl really lead a Tejano band? Their sexist words lit a spark in Selena. Ha, she thought, just watch what I can do. Over the next few years, Selena learned to not only lead a Tejano band, but to redefine the music itself. Sometimes she was still backstage as the audience filed in, stitching the last rhinestones onto her glittering hand-sewn costume. But as the lights came up, she was a full-on performer, captivating everyone lucky enough to be in the crowd. Some people considered her belly bearing bustiers and skin-tight pants a little too revealing. But as she grooved across the stage, everyone could tell she felt great in her body. Her voice was so passionate. Climbing up and down the octaves, breaking and then healing hearts a hundred times. She switched effortlessly from traditional Tejano to Cumbia to a cover of some favorite pop song and her dancing. It was fluid and fabulous and nonstop. She was never out of breath either, no matter how fast her feet moved. At the end of her shows, 
as she pulled her microphone away, drawing out her last long note. There was often a bright red ring left behind, her signature lipstick. Hey, grown-ups. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Listen, I used to be miserable with allergies from about the beginning of April till the end of August. Sometimes my best friend was a cold washcloth over my face. I couldn't taste my food because my nose was so stuffed up. I couldn't go for a run because my eyes were so itchy. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for years, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for hikes, cut the grass, and most importantly, stop and smell the flowers. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Selena was taking the radio waves by storm. At 15, she won her first Female Vocalist of the Year award. Her early wins caught the attention of a powerful music executive who decided to sign her to Capitol Records. She was on her way. As an increasingly popular Tejano singer on the U.S.-Mexico border, Selena decided to learn Spanish for real. She said, I feel very proud to be Mexican. It's never too late to get in touch with your roots. She started practicing all the time, and her skills were often put to the test. Like when she released her breakthrough record, Entre a mi mundo, and was asked to give a big Spanish language interview on TV. She talked confidently in Spanish throughout the show until the very end, when she wanted to say the number 14. Instead of the word 14, she said it the way many other Spanish numbers are said. 10 y 4. 10 and 4. The interviewer corrected her gently, and Selena laughed and stuck her tongue out, realizing her error. Ese es Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex, diez y cuatro. The interviewer teased. They both laughed and hugged as the audience cheered. Like the interviewer, many Spanish speakers appreciated her efforts. It was rare for a Mexican-American singer to become beloved in Mexico, but Selena was. 
once she won over her Mexican fans, she truly became La Reina de la Musica Tejana. The impossible is always possible, Selena loved to say. And people listened. She was becoming a huge role model for young Latinas who didn't often see pop stars who looked like them. Over the course of 11 albums, many topping Latin music charts, breaking sales records, and garnering multiple Billboard and Grammy awards, Selena added her own spin to Tejano music. Influenced by R&B, country, disco, and more, she made the genre her own. Her personal life evolved too. She fell in love and got married to a fellow Tejano musician. She continued to expand her network of fans and friends, finding hope and possibility in each day. She left bright spots on the world wherever she went. If someone said something negative, she quickly responded with something positive. One day, Selena stopped by to see her parents. Her mother took one look at her and cried, Selena, where are your shoes? Selena looked at her dusty socks. Oh, I met a fan on the way over, she explained, and she really liked my boots. You just gave them to her? Her mother asked. Selena laughed. Surprised her mom was surprised. Selena was always generous, but especially when people admired her clothes. She just opened a line of boutiques so her fans could proudly wear her designs. She wanted to share her trend-setting styles just like she wanted to share her musical gifts with the world. When Selena was 22, just like her dad promised, she played the Houston Astrodome for the first time. Dressed in a spectacular bedazzled bra top and matching cap, Selena crooned the first few notes of her signature song, Como La Flor. Eyes closed, voice wavering with emotion. Just as the beat was about to kick in, she opened her eyes. The audience went wild and she broke into the hugest smile. Selena loved her fans as much as they loved her. The music swelled and she twirled across the stage, that dazzling smile lighting up the arena. Never in my dreams would I have thought I would become this big, she said. I'm still freaking out. Tragically, Selena was just 23 when she died. All of her fans were heartbroken. There was so much more music for her to create and so many more ways for her to bring people together in song, including her next and final album, which was released after her death, called Dreaming of You. Selena is still adored around the world. She's remembered by those who loved her and is constantly being discovered by new listeners. When people told her Tejano music was for male performers, she danced on stage and proved them wrong, connecting to her Mexican-American roots to make songs that were fun and memorable for everyone. So go ahead, Rebels. Turn up your speakers and play Dreaming of You, Como La Flor, or any of Selena's many hits. Feel the rhythms fill you up and inspire you to be braver and bolder. And be sure to dance however feels right to you. 
smiling big and bright, just like Selena. This podcast is a production of Rebel Girls. It's based on the book series Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. This episode was narrated by me, Lena Garcia. It was produced and directed by Haley Dapkiss with sound design and mixing by Mumble Media. The story was written by Nicole Haritunian and edited by Abby Scher. Fact-checking by Joe Radigan. The executive producer was Joy Smith. Original theme music was composed and performed by Elettra Barjaki. A special thanks to the whole Rebel Girls team who make this podcast possible. Until next time, stay Rebel! Thanks for listening to this episode, Rebels. Did you know there's a whole world of Rebel Girls to explore? Go to rebelgirls.com slash more to check out our latest books, t-shirts, crafting kits, and, well, more. Visit rebelgirls.com slash more. Until next time, stay rebel. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spooktacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee!